Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Fooshcast. Um, with you as always, it's me, Nick. Um, but I am excited to announce that we have a special topic that we're going to be discussing today. Um, and that is the currently ongoing crowdfunding campaign for the Mattel WWE Ultimate Edition WCW Monday Nitro entrance stage. And uh, there is no better person to talk about that with us than Mr. Steve Ozer himself, also known as Action Figure Attack from the Mattel WWE team. Steve, thanks for joining us and uh, welcome to your, uh, hopefully just we can say the first time that you're on uh, the Fooshcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And I actually can't believe we've not done this before. So yeah, I, I know I'm a, I'm I, I am a a, a big uh, WWE fan, um, particularly of the uh, golden age and kind of leading into some of the era that we're actually going to talk uh, about today. But um, I'm glad I'm glad that we uh, were able to get this synced up so we can talk about this exciting crowdfunding campaign that is um, entering the the final stretch, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been going on for uh, about a month now. We've got a week left. Uh, this thing launched uh, WrestleMania week and off to a strong start. And then, you know, as crowdfunds go, uh, you got to keep that push going in the middle and into the home stretch. So so here we are trying to, to spread the good word on, I mean, to me, what is a dream item for any, not only wrestling fan, but like a fan of, you know, music or, or concerts or, or anything, because it's, it's a very multi-purpose stage. Yeah, this this is a very um, this is a very interesting item, and I'm going to go ahead and kind of display um, the Mattel Creations uh, page for for uh, this campaign right now, which um, we'll get we'll make sure that we have the address and everything um, so people can navigate there uh, uh, right there on on the window screen um, for this. But um, this is a large item. Um, it kind of follows up your uh, first successful campaign, which was the New Generation stage um and you guys have gone with the uh i think one of the key focal points of you know i always think of the monday night wars um and whatnot when it comes to this and that is the very elaborate um entrance stage and um you know i'm sure you've discussed this but this is a this is a huge item right um you've got some of the uh uh uh, dimensions that are listed on here, 40 inches wide by 20 inches tall, even larger than that. What 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 makes this uh, Mattel Creations crowdfunding um, avenue the, the best fit for an item like this? Well, you know, crowdfunding is a thing now in our, in our hobby for sure. And when we as a team are asked, you know, what we want to try to crowdfund, it's those uh, otherwise unaccomplishable items, right? Mm -hmm. Something big, something that won't fit in, you know, the modern retail environment, sans uh, Toys R Us here in the U.S. anyway, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, back in the day, we had, you know, uh, uh, the, the flag and Eternia and all that stuff uh, at Toys R Us. But, yeah. you know, some of this stuff just isn't feasible um, given, you know, the limited and competitive you know shelf space at, at most retailers so you know we look for items that are our dream items for our you know consumer base maybe that have some crossover appeal as well um and, and we shoot for the stars and you know we we look to uh significant eras memorable eras of wwe and what is more memorable than the monday night war era WCW versus WWE. So we honed in uh, on this particular stage, the Nitro stage, 
And, you know, we got our fingers and toes crossed now that we can cross that finish line and make this a reality. Yeah, um, you, you began to touch on it because one of my questions was, is that um, what obviously it makes sense to have it in this avenue. What made this particular um, entrance stage, aside from just the sheer elaborate and ornate, you know, nature of it, um, the right choice for the next WWE crowdfunding campaign for you guys? I think we had a short list of uh, popular stages. And I think we honed in on stages primarily because that's kind of in the world of WWE, what is, is big enough and worthy enough for a crowdfund, right? We don't have to crowdfund action figures. Mm -hmm. We already do vehicles and our kids uh, wreck in line and those vehicles have collector appeal as well. Uh, so, you know, what can we do, you know, in this world of WWE that is crowdfund worthy? So we, we did hone in on entrance stages and, and larger set pieces from, from WWE and, and WWE owned brands like WCW. Um, for this particular stage, you know, it, it kind of just, came down to what do we think was ac accomplishable uh, at the next level up uh, beyond what we did in our first crowdfund. That first crowdfund was the new generation arena uh, that had the neon entrance and it, it came complete with a ring, um, you know, and that was uh, $250 at the time, right? So what is next beyond that? Um, that is still ultra popular. And I think, you know, Nitro fits the bill. It's accomplishable. Uh, $400 obviously is a, is a steep price point. Uh, but, you know, other things, like, it gets even hairier with prices when you go beyond this, right? So start building the process here, laying the foundation, the groundwork for future stages. And to be transparent, a lot of the, the tooling here will be able to bank and use for potential future stages should this go through, which will in turn lower uh, the hypothet hypothetical prices on those because it's it's a lesser investment uh, as you move on down the line. So, you know, we thought this was a good starting point. It's ultra popular, probably top two most recognizable entrance stages of, of all time, debatable whether it's number one even. Um, so, you know, we, we thought, you know, there there was a significant uh, a consumer base who would who would recognize this and hopefully want this as part of their collections. Yeah, um, that, that that that's a great point. You know, I I grew up um, a lot in the golden age um, of WWE, and you know, it was exciting. But when people came down to the ring, it was like oh, they're just going to push the black curtain open and 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 down the aisle that they come. And then the new generation era, you know, you got the neon that was cool. But when when this arrived on the scene Th this was like next level in terms of production and it was almost shocking to me because i think i'd been away from from watching wrestling regularly for a few years to come back and see you know when guys are coming out to to the ring coming through a stage like this it, it was shocking because of you know the 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 pyrotechnics the lights everything that comes with it and it looks like you guys have done a lot of representation of some of those things um here with with this uh crowdfunding item it definitely you know but you you mentioned the the old black curtain days right mm -hmm. every once in a while there was some sort of entrance set up or staging and that always felt very special right mm -hmm. so it's like it's kind of nice to see in toy form the progression of entrances through these these recent items right we did the raw letters uh, in a target box set new yeah. generation entrance uh now moving on to this next era of of stages and and this this is the point where everything became very commonplace right to have like some sort of massive entrance so we're kind of recreating it almost linearly with uh with these releases 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it, it's going to take you to I, I can just see the building of it eventually because there was a WrestleMania entrance that was like several stories tall and long and whatnot that came on um, eventually. So uh, keep moving in that that area or in that direction. This is a, this is a good building block, uh, I guess, to work towards um, those types of goals eventually. Right. For sure. I don't know if we could do the 39 <laughs> stage or people have to the, the crowdfund will have to come with a house. Right. Yeah. To right. Accommodate it. But uh, but you know, we'll, we'll do whatever is reasonable that people still want to own. Right. Well, well, that's, that, that, that's awesome. And if, if we can um, kind of go through some of the, the, the points on this, because this is something that, you know, it obviously has a lot of different pieces for it. It is modular. So, um, you know, the way that it's kind of set up in, in this window right now is I think what everybody remembers the classic setup to be, but it does offer potential to do kind of some, uh, you know, custom ways that you, you set it up and whatnot and some of the features that come with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I showed off a few, uh, reels, uh, and Instagram stories of like a slim mm -hmm. configuration. So that's just, you know, instead of two, uh, stage panels deep here, as you see on the photos, you can do one stage panel deep and that'll fit on most shelves, bookshelves, mm -hmm. like that you would get at Ikea or the shelves behind you on top. Um, you can pull those panels, uh, forward and do a really long stage, kind of like back in the day, like WCW would sometimes have a stage that extended from the entrance to the very ring at itself mm -hmm. um or you know anything in between i even saw somebody post um and it's circling around on social media today uh they kind of just photoshopped out various pieces and put it in an ikea detolf the banners the wcw letters the framework entrance uh so there's tons of customizability here um and if you're not a a wrestling person uh or wwe or wcw person you can pull a lot of these elements out and reconfigure them and do just like a rock concert stage for kiss figures or or you know the on tour turtles or or whatever it is that you may have in your collection metallica yeah that's that, that 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 that's a really good point because uh you know you obviously get some of that that same similar caging uh and whatnot that comes with it and 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 the lights but I I really liked seeing um the different components of it in the IKEA um sh shelves because you know having an item like this I think it's you know it's a dream item for a lot of people um but a lot of people are you know faced with. I only have so much space or certain ways that, um, you know, I can display something. So I think having the modular aspect to uh, an item that's as large as this um, is really, is really important. So um, it, it's definitely appreciated the forethought that you guys put into this uh, to be able to do such a thing. Yeah. And the designer of the actual stage itself, uh, he just did an interview with, I want to say maybe comicbook.com where he, mm -hmm. he discusses that in detail. And it's like, you know, he built this, initial version or an initial version of a concept stage and it was just like insanely massive and we we all got together and stood around it and we're like hmm um so we we were very conscientious to scale it down while it still looked gigantic gigantic and to the eye authentic to the size that you remember from the 90s uh but making it more manageable and you know giving it that modularity so that you can customize it and, and make it work for your own individual needs yeah yeah that, that that's fantastic because to the other side of that there there's definitely some authenticity that comes with a, an item like this and when we're talking about you know your core 
WWE figures, um, be the the elites or the basics, they all run at about that uh, between six and seven inch scale, um, primarily. And the rings that um, are you know authentic to their size, those are are big too. So this. It, the 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 modular portion so it can be broken up is important but if you're going to put it all out together you know a, a, a grandiose stage like this certainly can't be dwarfed just by the ring itself right <laughs> of course of course and I, I do have it right here in front of me so okay. I'll, I'll turn the camera around uh and give everyone a glimpse of you know kind of that that ring you know i mean it's it's a huge ring right 21 yeah. by 21 plus the stage itself um so it, it's all really massive like seeing it all together i don't even know if this is translating well to the video but you know it's it it's, is it's an impressive thing and this is you know it is a little bit of a wider table here because it's a conference room table mm -hmm. but it's it's your, your standard conference room table so you know it, it's not uh so big that you can't do something with it um but yeah i mean Great display piece, lots of possibilities. Um, I hope I'm not the only one who owns one of these, right? I hope it doesn't wind up in my cube sitting there behind me in, in all of my meetings. I, 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 I hope not because I have um, I have backed it and I'm very much looking forward to it. And I mentioned that I am more of kind of a golden age fan, but to your point, being able to change it out um, and, and do different things with it as well. You know, that type of thing, you know, I, I think can cross eras, obviously. And I'm really impressed with the light effects and whatnot, how what there's over like a hundred LEDs and it's, um, you know, controllable yep. by a remote that that that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you can just cycle through tons of authentic uh, lighting modes here. Yeah. And, you know, this is something else I said, credit once again to, to Mike, the stage designer, he watched tons of archival footage and he was like, Hey, Ric Flair's lighting, you know, entrance is different than Hollywood Hogan's and it's different than Sting's. And I was like, I just thought it was random to yeah. be honest with you, you know, and I'm like the, in the weeds wrestling nerd, you know, on yeah. the team along with Bill McKenna. Uh, so for him to notice that they were specific and repeated for certain superstars, that was pretty cool. So he implemented them and these are, you know, straight out of Monday Nitro itself and does come with this cool remote, you know, uh, Nitro logo on it. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, you know, we will try. I don't think we can officially since I don't even know uh, if all these talents that he programmed into the stage are under contract right now. But that's something we can spread through the community, you know, throw up a, a post on the forums or something and let everybody know who uh, in these custom uh, light modes belong to. Yeah, yeah, that that is fantastic because you you know when I watching it back then, like you, I would have thought that it was random. Now I get that the next step was the video screens and whatnot that you know made it very specific. But um, it's it's very cool that uh, you know the, the the research that was done in order to make it specific um, to to some of these um, entrances uh, to these particular superstars because they are uh, the, the superstars themselves are obviously a very important part um of this uh and and you know the giant collections that people have uh of, of figures that fit in with this era um or any era really but um that isn't to say that this crowdfunding campaign doesn't help kind of uh i i guess kick the tires with some very memorable personalities who uh, i think people closely affiliate with this stage right yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, not only does it have several tiers worth of figures, of course, you know, uh, Rey Mysterio, baseline figure offering, 
and we did initially attempt to have that uh, Hulk Hogan as an early bird figure. It didn't quite work out, uh, but we still want to give you the same amount of value right at the base level, right? So we were able to shuffle some things around and include the first time in the line, uh, Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. And this is just after his his heel turn uh, when he began his singles run, uh, work in progress, 3D model of that here, but you know some improvements with Deco and and, and sculpting on the singlet, of course. Um, but you know we're we're trying to to you know. Uh, arm this stage with as much uh, potential as possible by giving you, you know, a mainstay of WCW and cruiserweight division. Who could forget that, right? That right. was just like a pillar of WCW Monday Nitro. So Ray representing that, complete with soft goods and everything, uh, and then a, a big time, you know, addition in in Scott Steiner being a first time in the line. Um, and then you've got, you know, at 7K, you have Diamond Dallas Page, the people's champ, the first people's champ in wrestling, yeah. uh, right? And Dallas was kind enough to come out and do our live stream uh, and talk about a lot of his memories from, you know, his, his, I mean, these days of WCW leading into his eventual main event run uh when Rand I think this gear is actually when when Randy Savage lost to him mm -hmm. uh maybe for for the first time on a pay-per-view or something uh so it's a meaningful look for Dallas and then after this he was off to the races and eventually became uh world heavyweight champion uh we shuffled some other things around and we moved down ultimate warrior yeah uh, this is from Warrior's WCW debut, which was just like insane at the time, uh, him appearing in WCW. Yeah. Uh, and in figure form, this only appeared one other time in the old Jax line, if you remember. And it was like a one of five figure or something that was made exclusively, excuse me, exclusively for Ultimate Warrior himself. Uh, so not many people were able to get this uh, as an action figure. So, you know, Bill McKenna did such a great job along with Dan in recreating uh, the artwork for his duster. Uh, so that's incredible. And, you know, when Hulk unfortunately didn't get unlocked as an early bird there were still plenty of people saying i i wanted that hulk figure right so mm -hmm. there's still a chance if at eleven thousand, if we get to eleven thousand backers you can unlock this uh uh wcw nitro debut hulk hogan figure and he's got uh two different shirts uh this one without the tear down the center and the other with the velcro down the center so you can simulate him ripping off the shirt uh new head sculpt um yeah, so so cool iteration of the Hulks are there and representative of the early days of of Nitro. And really long-winded here for this particular response, but we've got the Monday Night War line coming to Walmart in 2024 with mm -hmm. Elites and Ultimates. Um, and that line, you know, should it be popular with collectors, like we've got long-term plans for that. So who knows what we'll be able to accomplish in expanding the WCW and WWE Attitude Era rosters with that line. Yeah, that well, and and that's a great point um, because you know my 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 WWE collection's kind of around the corner over here, and I have you know the ring spilling out with you know um, all 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 the different figures and whatnot. But this this is this is a this is an item that also works well just as a display space piece too and the fact that um you know you you're like i said you're jump starting it i mean there are some figures that are out there right now that obviously um are era compatible uh with this but you're you're really getting it going with you know these five and then as we continue on into 2024 um different you know, superstars in that era that can really help just, you know, fill this out very nicely. Um, I, I think that's something that's important to, to for people as well, because if you're going to have a grandiose, you know, entrance to, to go along with the ring, you, you, you want the guys to go with it, right? <laughs>
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I've seen tons of feedback and with an item like this, of course, everyone is fantasy booking the lineup of figures. It should have had, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, if any of those are are truly accomplishable or become accomplishable, I mean, they're going to come, right? They'll appear. And, you know, I can say a lot of those figures that were, were being asked about, I mean, they were revealed in the days following the announcement of the crowdfund, Scott Hall's Nitro debut, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper from WCW, Bret Hart and All Black, um, and, and you know we we've seen so many more heel heel Hulk Hogan. Um, so there's a bunch more coming, um, and I have high hopes for that Monday Night War line. So I think we can keep that going for years to come. Yeah, just just the just the ability to uh, recreate the third man um, piece on that that that's huge because I couldn't believe it when that I mean everybody I think marked out for that right but to to have Hulk Hogan um, you know be a turncoat because I didn't I didn't realize that he actually started off as a, a, a villain back in the AWA days at that time because that I was too young or, or you know for that but um, it was something to have Hulk Hogan turn heel like that and to have really the the ability to kind of create the whole setting for it that that's pretty cool for for you know just speaking personally for someone who you know kind of started with the golden age and then saw you know how the personalities and the the different things changed um that was a significant a significant thing and it was one of those things it was pre I mean, the internet existed, but it was pre-internet being what it is now. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the pay-per-view happened, uh, Bash at the Beach, and, you know, maybe there's some rumblings going on. And for those of us who did have the internet, we're, we're seeing things. It's like, you almost don't believe it, right? If you didn't see the pay-per-view, you don't believe it. And then that Nitro was like, holy smokes. Like, I remember I was I was at my cousin's house. It was the summertime and, you know, I would spend a lot of time there and, it's just like seeing that unfold. It was just like, wow. And, you know, knowing that maybe Hulk's red and yellow run maybe should have been coming to a close, but you still never believe that it should happen. And it did. And it, it, it changed the business. It really did. That era of wrestling completely changed the business. And it's, it's probably the reason that it's so popular, you know, today because of what transpired uh, during that late nineties attitude era. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely, absolutely. The 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 Rick Rude being on both Raw and Nitro in the same night that that was another big um big thing too. And so yeah, it, it just you know when I started thinking when when I first saw this, I was like you know this is really cool, and I think that I I, I want to have this. It's not um you know like my very very specific era, but but. But when I started to think about all of the things that, you know, happened um, around this environment and, and over this time, I, I started to realize you were actually watching and paying a lot closer attention than like, you you know, I was remembering that I was doing because um, it, there, there's there's so many, as you were speaking to, important and just seminal things that occurred, um, you know, during that time and being able to really have the whole the whole setting uh, for it is that's that, 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 that's a really awesome thing. And I hope I hope we're able to get to it. I mean, ultimately, and I don't want to get ahead of myself with this, but we're going to say this is getting funded by Friday, Friday the 5th. It's happening. We're getting 5K plus backers. Hell, we'll get 11K and unlock the Hulk, right? Yeah, get it all. Um, But the ultimate dream is to have, you know, that Attitude Era ring that already exists next to this Nitro ring. So here you have your Nitro stage, Nitro ring, Attitude Era ring. And on the other side, having that Monday Night Raw 
you know, iconic entrance stage with the big screen. And it's like, I mean, looking at this table, it will fit on this table and I will probably be in this room showing everybody everything should we get to that point. Um, but I mean, that's the dream, right? And you re truly recreated uh, an epic moment in time for both companies, which is just like unheard of and, and never truly been done before. I mean, at this level anyway, right? We had the mm -hmm. Titantron. I don't know if you remember the Jack's yeah. days. Now entering the Titantron. Yeah. Um, but like, in comparison to the the realism that we're bringing to the table now, it's just like it's it's incomparable. Yeah. Well, what I I I know this is always a hard question for someone who is so closely, you know, working on something and in the weeds with it. But what what's your what's your favorite single part about the, this item? I think it's the fact that that we're in a position right now to be able to bring items like this to collectors, right? Uh, and, I, you know, so some people know me a little better than others, but I was in, in the weeds collector long before uh, working at Mattel. I was the one in the early days of Instagram going to Comic-Con and, and covering it on social media. Right. So it's it's like this to be able now to try to bring dream items to life is, is pretty special. Right. Like something at this scale, like like I said, without a Toys R Us, it would have been unaccomplishable and even with toys r us you'd probably be lucky if you got a kid's version of yeah. this like a purely kid with with breakaway entrance ramp and, and letters and stuff but here we can get a, a legit collector focused version so i think to me that's that's the greatest aspect that you know we're in an era where we can do this and you know i do thankfully work for mattel where they support this stuff and they're willing to take a chance with things like this and that's the beauty of crowdfunding right taking a chance and if it doesn't work okay it's a bummer but it is what it is. It's kind of the point of crowdfunds. You minim minimize that risk and take a stab at something and put it in the collector's hands. Do we want items like this? Higher price point, higher authenticity and detail. Um, so that's pretty special. And, you know, being a longtime WWE and WCW fan, lifelong fan, like giving back not only to you know other fans but to the talent themselves like you know dallas was here and he was excited and like he knows the importance of you know continuing the legacies of of these superstars with action figures and video games and trading cards so that's that's super rewarding for me yeah well that's awesome and and you know i i love to hear about that from the perspective of someone who is you know working on um an item like this um w within all of that what 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 makes items like this uniquely challenging from a development standpoint or or just a consideration standpoint because as you said you know this is a do you want it is it something that you know you want to pay because it, it has to be a premium price for you know the the, the sheer you know scope of uh, of it but when when you're when you're considering those things what 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 are the challenging things that you you know really have to work through on an items you know specifically like this i mean one is the dedication of time right mm -hmm because you are working on a project like this while simultaneously keeping the business alive otherwise, right? Like the stuff that, you know, really pays the bills and keeps the lights on. It's your action figure business. It's your kid's business, uh, your collector business. that's elsewhere outside of this item. At the end of the day, does this, you know, generate a, a you know, a nice chunk of money potentially. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you're, you're putting all that effort and the resources of dozens of people really first uh, without a guaranteed payoff of something, you know, 
now. Um, so that there is a lot of uh, upfront work and development and time spent and it's nights and it's weekends. And it becomes a passion project for those who are, especially in the early stages, who who get to work on something like this. So I think that's the challenge there. Like, are you driven enough to really make it happen with a lot of love? Because you have so many other primary responsibilities while you're, you're doing this. You know, mm -hmm. if this was my only job, this would be a, a completely full-time plus job anyway, right? right. Uh, but here we are like doing everything everything else. And then, you know, trying to make these things happen for everybody. Um, so I think that that's, that's really the toughest part, but it is worthwhile, right? Because, you know, myself, both bills, designers who work for me, Mike, we all, we all care very much and we're collectors ourselves. So, you know, it makes it all worthwhile, um, especially when they get funded and they happen. <laughs> well, and, and, and speaking of the funding part of it, because obviously, you know, the initial goal is to have, you know, the base, um, line item, you know, uh, become a reality. And, and then as, as you talk, um, there are figures that will be added on, but Mattel Creations is a, you know, it's a great spot, a great arena to be able to feature, um, you know, something like this. And I think that really speaks to, um, you know, a company's understanding of how, you know, things, different avenues are possible and things are kind of evolving in terms of, you know, like the collector world goes. Does, 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 do, do things tend to build on each other um, when we we talk about successful crowdfunding things um, as we move through them, or do you, when, when, when you're developing something like this, does it, okay, well, this, the, the, and this is hypothetical, the first one we didn't make goal on, but the second one we did, and now we're working on the third one. Do those kind of build off of each other in, in a way, or do you just kind of keep them nebulous into themselves? I, I mean, of course, and, but maybe both, right? Mm -hmm. Both. Uh, you have to consider the item you're making and there and the audience. Maybe there's a different audience. Like we'll use, I have to talk about something everyone knows about. Uh, we'll use um, Eternium as an example, right? So yeah. they came after the new generation arena. So a lot of the learnings and, and mistakes of the new generation arena, you were able to transfer over to, you know, Motu and Eternia for that crowdfund. Uh, but then some things, you know, maybe didn't work, right? That worked well for WWE or, you know, in the moment. And this always happens. Like you just change your mind in the moment and maybe you wanted X, Y, and Z with the last crowdfund. And now you don't want that anymore with this crowdfund. So there's so many variables and, and some of that goalpost is, is constantly moving, which is just the, the nature of the beast. Uh, but uh, yes, you learn from everything and you evolve and you try to implement those things. Like for this, for instance, people wanted more figures as tiers. They mm -hmm. wanted more tiers, period. We added those all in right away. You know, people like the early bird. We came out of the gate with the early early bird. People didn't want a ring included with the crowdfund. We didn't include the ring with the crowd. I mean, that would have driven the price up, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you just want a stage, you get it. You don't have to get a ring. So it's like all those considerations come into play. Not only, you know, that, but thinking long-term with these projects, at least for WWE, we're afforded that ability that we can maybe plan some things with reuse potential, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that eventually you pass on the savings to the consumer with lower price points, right? Yeah. So there, there's, there, there is a build to it. Uh, but then at the same time, you do have to consider like, hey, you know, there's there's a new uh, item for another brand. and But guess what? That consumer is completely different, right? Yeah. And they 
they want X, Y, and Z, whereas the WWE audience doesn't want that. So you, you have to take everything into account, learn as much as you can, pivot in real time because it's very entrepreneurial. And we did that. Like I said, Hulk didn't make it. Yeah. We were able to move Scott Steiner up. Like this is an entrepreneurial project inherently by being a crowdfunding item. Uh, so, you know, you just keep all that stuff in mind and you just keep evolving as you go with, with anything like this. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you, when you decide on, you know, an item like this, or even back to, you know, um, the, 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 the first campaign with the, with the, with the ring, um, you know, you, you come up with the ideas, you get into development. How, how does it work with, you know, when you go to your, you know, partner, obviously like WWE and say, Hey, we want to do this massive, you know, project that's going to be a crowdfunded, um, on, on our site. Um, what's that, you know, kind of experience like when, you know, talking through kind of these new diff and different avenues for, for, you know, really giants and, and premium, um, you know, products that, as you said, aren't like the core line that, you know, a, a partner may be used to dealing with on a regular basis, right? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I've been fortunate to work with great partners in WWE, um, in that they love trying different things and innovation and pushing limits on things. They're not one to rest on their laurels or they wouldn't want us to rest on our laurels, right? Could you just coast? Not coast, it's always tons of, of hard right. work, but could you coast for lack of a better term on your action figure and and you know kid ring business? Sure, I guess, right? But you don't wanna do that. You wanna grow your audience. You wanna grow your kid audience, grow your collector audience and, and, and see what the limits are of what you can do and go past them, right? And, and grow that. So they've always been great and very supportive of any projects like this, things are that are out of the box. You even see that with our Comic-Con exclusives, right? Prior to Slim Jim Macho Man, right? You know, WWE didn't have a, a big Comic-Con presence and there were, you know, some hits and misses, but never like mega successes, you know, if, if we're being honest, uh, until that Macho Man. And that Macho Man was out of the box thinking. Um, and ever since then, we've been off to the races with Comic-Con with full WWE support because it's not like we just decide, let's do Slim Jim Macho Man and we make it right there's a lot involved you there's another partner involved there's legal involved it's it's a food item sort of right, right. um and then you know with some of the other other items we've done like mr t and, and zeus it's those are additional celebrity signings and everything that comes with working with a talent that is out of the norm of of you know being under wwe contract so you know they've been great and anytime we want to do something and, and we show them that there's viability they do everything they can to support us and make it happen so they've been great we're stuck i mean i was just texting uh you know right before we we talked with a partner with wwe and and things that we're going to be doing you know in this this coming last week of of you know the campaign um and see what we can do this week to to really you know um make sure that they're supporting us in every way they can as we approach friday yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you make a good point because this, this items like this feel like, um, you know, flourishes that are deserving to something pretty, pretty incredible that you guys have, you know, built together. I mean, you mentioned, you know, the, the, the cool Comic-Con um, pieces and whatnot, but let's not lie. I mean, the elite line is up over a hundred series at this point. The basic line is what into one thirties now, I think that, that, that that's current at retail. And, and as you said, there's always new, there, there are always new talents to do different versions and, and whatnot and, you know, keep, uh, you know, 
keep 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 going through the eras and as people change and kind of the modern thing, but being able to add specific items like this to such a you know massive line itself um i think that's what really starts to set things apart um as hey this is a success because of you know what we're doing what the fans like and appreciate and 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 having something like this almost feels like a, a cool benchmark in a collection that is continuing on and has accomplished so much already yeah i mentioned the evolution of of you know entrance stages in, in wrestling right and it's like you you see the continuous evolution of of the line over 100 series of basics over 100 series of elites at this point improvements to those lines with with true effects dij mm-hmm. right for their faces with double jointed pinless uh elbows and soon to be pinless legs um so they're they're ever evolving and like what we've been doing i mean you know it used to be you know rings for for your kids media drivers is what they're called right those those items yeah. that are at both Walmart and Target, it's a big box item. Used to be rings and, and variations of rings with, you know, a guy in a cage or whatever it might be. Uh, and then, you know, you, you try different things and you evolve to vehicles, right? And you and, and they're a hit. So you, it's, it's this great evolution. And, and like I said before, we're so lucky. We're in a moment in time across the board, you know, not just, you know, here, you know, at Mattel, but like, you know, lots of people are doing things like this and bringing dream items to life. So it's just such, such a cool time to be a collector in this, this moment in time um and there's just like so much momentum going on for us that i hope everyone's really having a good time right now because it's it is and you look at your collection right so you've seen the cycles go up and down right so i think yeah. you know like we're, we're having a moment here and it's good yeah 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 um a- absolutely and and it makes me it, it you know it it kind of you know breaks down the whole, you know, oh, what era or or whatever that you're you're a fan of, because as I, you know, I said, the, the more that I talk about, oh, well, I was really into this era or, or, or that one or whatnot, something like this just feels like, um, even though it is specific to an era, it, 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 it's, it's so large and massive. And it's such a, a, a cool thing in and of itself that it, it breaks down those barriers, right? It, it, it's like, you know, a lit up light effect stage entrance. You know, I think Andre the Giant in his suit walking out with with the that that can work in in something like this just because it's it, it's going to be cool. Um, and and yeah. it, it 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 defies the era just a little bit. I think. Look, if 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 someone who comes into your house and sees this on top of your your you know bookshelf behind you and you've got all modern guys on it, they're not going to be like, that's modern guys and I don't <laughs> like modern WWE. They're going to be like, holy smokes, this is awesome, right? Yeah. If you don't have any wrestlers on this thing and you've just got the old, I think it was McFarlane Metallica figures posed on it, <laughs> they're going to be like, holy crap, what? And it's all lit up and everything. So it's, it's just, it's one of those things and a lot of what we collect are things like that to where people see it as whole or see it on display and they're like wow this is like cool and this is impressive it doesn't matter if you are exactly that particular fan of that era or genre or whatever it's like cool stuff if you appreciate pop culture you appreciate cool stuff like you know these items this item you know it's just massively appealing well, now, now you 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 reference the 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 music aspect of it. It's like it feels like the electric mayhem needs to you know play a, a, you know <laughs> halftime or something like that on that because um, you're right. It, it, it's going to look cool that way. And and to your point, 
it doesn't matter because something is just when it when it's when it's a great item and it looks cool um and you know people are going to notice it and take it on its own terms which i think is important for items like this too and i think that you know all of the different effects and things that you guys have included really helps it stand on its own too can I just say, there's been multiple times now in these interviews and when I'm talking to people that the electric mayhem uh, come up and I am a huge <laughs> Muppets fan. I actually, I lived in Orlando at the time and uh -huh. found out that the Muppets were appearing on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And I drove up from Orlando to Atlanta <laughs> because the Muppets were on Raw and like, what an amazing memory. And I love that Muppets are in the WWE, you know, uh, fabric right now. And, and Seamus is Beaker's cousin and that's, that's <laughs> canon. So that's awesome. And it's only a matter of time, you know, before I break out my, my uh, electric mayhem, either Palisades or DST yeah. and pose them on here and do an electric mayhem shoot. Listen, there have been countless celebrities that have been affiliated with the WWE over its lifespan. But if Animal wasn't like created to be like the perfect juxtaposition between Muppet and and sports entertainment, I don't I don't know who is. So. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. Well, OK, so, um, you know, we were talking, we're just almost about halfway there. Um, this is going to end on uh, this coming Friday, as far as the campaign goes. Uh, so to get to that initial five thousand um in, in order to you know see you know the the entrance itself um and the first couple of figures become a reality that needs to be met by this coming friday so um time is of the essence um but what what is something about this or or a point or two that you would like to make that we haven't talked about that you want to make sure that people know about as we kind of head into this home stretch I think, you know, we're in the early days of crowdfunding uh, in this iteration at Mattel. Of course, we all remember the old Maddie collector days with yeah. Castle Grayskull and, and the subscription method. To me, that's that's the, the you know, planting the seed of what we were able to do now, right? Now it's full-blown traditional crowdfunding. And we're on the way to a lot more special things, right? So, you know, items like, you know, this, the success of this just paves a clear path for even more, right? The Monday Night Raw Attitude Era stage that we mentioned, who knows what else could happen within the world of, of WW alone, you know, based on the success of something like this, right? And and that's not me saying like, hey, if this fails, we'll never do anything like this again, or nobody else will. Like, of course, we'll, we'll try, right? We'll try different things. Um, the beauty of the crowdfund is, is some are meant to fail, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, I just think like, the, the, the momentum that you can garner uh, by having successes like this, it, it just like, it makes a clear path and sends a clear message like, hey, our fandom, you know, wants items like this and let's do more. Um, that's what I'm excited about. I want people to keep that in mind. It doesn't, doesn't mean like, if you don't want this, buy it, right? Like, if you don't want this, that's okay. Don't, don't buy it. Like, but if you do, uh, and you're on the fence, jump on board now let's start gaining even more momentum build confidence that that you know uh that this thing is going to get backed with people who are on the fence as well um and let's make it happen let's let's anniversary what happened with the new gen arena in those final two days as you know it just like took off like a rocket ship uh and we we blew past the 5000 mark and and shot all the way up to to past 8000 so let's yeah. let's try to replicate that this week um and, and unlock some of these figures
Yeah, that's that's the that's the crazy part about crowdfunding campaigns is that you can typically look at them in the first two days and the last two days are generally the biggest um, you know days. Which that's that's great for that bump at the end, but it keeps everybody kind of in suspense um, all the way through. But um, I I'm looking forward to it. I am hoping and I am thinking this is going to be a success. It's going to be um, a, a, like you said, a great item in and of itself um, to not only that particular era but to other eras as well and um, you know, kind of a building block um, as we move around. So, uh, as we move forward, sorry. So um, the good part is, is that the WWE Ultimate Edition WCW Monday Nitro entrance stage um, is currently up uh, at the Mattel Creation site for $400. As we said, Friday is the last day. So if you want to get this, uh, get your, get, get your uh, you know, support and, and back it um, now. But Steve, I really appreciate you taking the time um, to talk with us. This has been a really great great conversation. I hope we can do it again um, for some of the other um, items, you know, that you're going to be working on in the future. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what those are, just not until after this uh, becomes a success and we're all pulling for it. Okay. Right on. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time and I'm, I'm down to chat toys anytime. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate it. Um, and thanks everyone for joining us. And until next time, we'll catch you on the floosh and at Mattel Creations. <laughs>